0: Most people vastly overestimate what they can achieve in one year, but they vastly underestimate what they can achieve in 10 years.
1: As entrepreneurs, it's so important to always fall forward rather than fall backward. The reason why a lot of people never make it to the top is because a lot of us fall backward rather than falling forward. Are you thinking about building your wealth? Are you thinking about where to start or not knowing where to start? In your wealth creation journey. At Property Wealth Education, we teach people how to get started, how to build an empire and how to invest passively and actively using property in your wealth creation. Month in, month out, week in, week out, we have curated courses that is available to you free and paid and through our upgraded mentorship program, The Wealth Circle. If you're thinking of building your wealth, we want to invite you to click on a, a link below the show notes on this video uh, to book a call with us. We'd like to have a chat to help you start to build your wealth, build a legacy for yourself and your family. Hey, 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 welcome to the Wealth and Business Podcast. Again, we have a very, 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 very interesting individual. We connected on LinkedIn, and uh, and I and I was literally looking over his profile, and I said, you know what, I want to have Matt on this podcast. You know because he's got a massive, 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 you know, wealth of experience. We were having a backstage chat just before recording this episode and uh we we've we've spoken about life we've spoken about business we're speaking we've spoken about what this podcast is literally all about which is going from the ordinary to the extraordinary mart is a international speaker is an acquisition business expert uh he is also an expert in business investing major acquisitions seos he's an advisor to high worth individuals. Listen, the list goes on and on. So we, without further ado, Matt, welcome to the Wealth and Business Podcast.
0: Thank you so much, Dr. Daniel, for having me on. And um, I'm humbled by your intro. There, but <laughs> it was uh, It was very exciting chatting to you, as you said, backstage, though, about both our journeys. And I'm sure that's going to come out in um, you know, People hear those introductions and think, wow, but like yourself, very humble beginnings. And that's what I'm looking forward to talking about and hopefully inspiring your listeners today so they get some
1: actionable um, insights in what they can do in their lives as well. Yeah, I mean, interestingly, I recently wrote a book called The Test, Transitioning from the Ordinary to the Extraordinary. And in that book, I really explain a lot about falling forward rather than falling backward because as entrepreneurs it's so important to always fall forward rather than fall backward the reason why a lot of people never make it to the top is because a lot of us fall backward rather than falling forward for me the moment i mastered how to fall forward you know i started to change my trajectory tree. So what, what was it for you? How did this begin for you? Like dealing with high net worth individuals and being an adversary to them, business measures, acquisition. How yep. did this all begin for you?
0: <laughs> Buying and selling websites, Dr. Daniel. Don't forget that bit too, which we'll get to. But that, that's, Absolutely. Our, that's our favorite way to to make money. That's our main business these days. But how did we get here? It is because I think as a kid... I grew up in a very poor environment and came from not much money, didn't know any millionaires and maybe your listeners can tell from my accent I'm from Australia but I was originally, as I was saying to you, my family's from Hull in England and we immigrated to Australia with absolutely nothing and And I think that background, I never wanted to be struggling for money again and i wanted to figure out how to become wealthy and financially independent independent not worry about money and so for me that journey was through business uh i know you've done it in in real estate which is a very very powerful vehicle but for whatever reason i got addicted very quickly when i got into my first business i think in less than 24 hours i suddenly realized this is what i want to do in life um, I was studying zoology at the time at university, which is another story, but that's how I met my wife and I got her involved in this business with family help, little tiny manufacturing business. And like I said, within 24 hours, we're addicted. I handed in my resignation for my zoology, wow. um, thing and handed back the grant money that I had. And, um, we just went for it with business. And, and I think from that day on, our mission was to figure out how do you make money out of business because i tell you now it looks impressive where we're at now but it was really really hard <laughs> talk about falling backwards you know how you said in your book um it, it was a tough gig a, in our first business because none of our family are from business none of no one in our family were were ever entrepreneurs so we had to learn everything ourselves out of books and going to courses and things and um that was our that was our journey so we we started for for your listeners our background how we've generated wealth in our lives when i say ours, i say my wife and myself is through buying and selling businesses which
1: is like multiple businesses buying and selling multiple businesses yeah i'm going to so, di- i'm going di- to i'm going to dig into that you know but just very quickly i want to quickly take you one or two step backwards quickly you said you go addicted very quickly, regardless of the fact that you was not in business, none of your family members or did you ever know about business that you know that they did, but you very, very, very quickly became addicted and yep. you hand in your notice and then you started business and you've never looked back. Now, wouldn't that be considered to be risky? <laughs> I guess in
0: hindsight, yes, at the time. Yeah, it was scary at the time, I guess, but I had, it was, but I'd always wanted to be an entrepreneur, I think. So when I was in primary school and from the age of being a little kid, I used to trade toys. That was my thing. And that's how I made money. And so, you know, because we didn't have money to buy toys or not many. So I would just trade up. You know start out with a small little toy and trade at school and things like that and so why my dream as a kid and this sounds crazy but it it was the actual dream i always had was to be able to make money out of thin air like a magic show you know and that sounds strange but i realized getting into business you're not swapping time for money so i looked at my friends who had jobs And they had to work nine to five and they got paid X amount for doing that. And I did that during my school holidays and stuff, worked in labouring jobs and things like that. I was actually a jackaroo here in Australia, so working on farms and things. And you get paid, like you swap time for money, you get an hourly rate but my actual dream was to just make money out of thin air, like out of my head. And that's what business allowed us to do. So when I say business, we didn't do retail businesses. We weren't selling stuff to the public. It was always wholesale import or manufacturing businesses. So we would create things, we outsource them, we get them made. And then if we were smart, we made more money that had nothing to do with how much time we spent on the business. It's just, you know, if we were good at the manufacturing bit or the sales and marketing or whatever they were the levers that we could pull in the business to make money out of thin air now that i you know full disclosure that was a 10 year journey by the way in bricks and mortar businesses it's not a wasn't a get rich thing we didn't figure that out straight away but what really excited me about business was was once we started to l- realize the leverage that you could get out of it and like i said i kind of figured it out within about 24 hours 48 hours I just like this is awesome because the person that we bought the business office said oh I don't do very much and I sell these spare parts to these big distributors so if you go and talk to them and you can sell better you can double the sales that's money out of thin air and that's what we did that's literally what we did we would get you know and that's how we grew the business and it was super super exciting really exciting you know
1: interestingly the world that we live in today we watch TikToks Instagram Reels you know YouTube shots all these mini contents out there and entrepreneurs starting a business within three years and driving a Lamborghini you know entrepreneurs starting business and flying you know private jet within three years and self the of being a successful entrepreneur one thing comes down to my mind for someone like you who've had massive massive years of experience you see a mentor changed my life my mentor changed my life my mentor said to me i've been on this journey for over 40 years because he's got private jet and he said he's been on that journey for over 40 years to have the private jet that he's got He's been in the business for over 40 years. He's 60 now. So he's been in business for 40 years for him to lead the life he lives now. And that was what changed for me. But before this, before what changed for me, I also was a victim of the get-rich-quick mentality because at some point I always asked myself why I wasn't successful yet. And you just mentioned in your statement there, it wasn't a get-rich-quick. It took me 10 years, all right, to kind of go through weather through the storm to starting to see light at the end of that tunnel. So just talk me through in today's world where entrepreneurs, people are, you know, I coach a lot of people. I mentor a lot of people. People get into Mm -hmm. what I want, what I teach them to do, and they want success within a year. And I said, no, you have to first set a five-year plan because statistics have shown to me that if you can hold on a business for five years yep that's when you have a business and then that's when you start to build so do whatever it takes set up your business go through your first five years you're going to go through turbulence roller coaster but obviously a lot of people who are out there a lot of gurus are not telling people it takes five years 10 years 20 years to build these things now people say I can reduce the number of that time for me i've come to realize actually yes you can get some results but well, that's not stability. It's quick wins, but it's not still stability. And if you don't understand, it all can go down the drain just like that. Because I've been there too. So, and you mentioned Jet rich quick, ten years. So, talk me through how do we now help people to literally, you know, a lot of people were thinking they've seen, they're going to probably go and research you now after after this episode to say, okay, he's got some amazing results because we're going to be talking about the you know some great success you've had in your circle. How do we change the narrative for people to actually understand just the way it's always been that actually success takes time, things takes time for people to become wealthy? You don't become wealthy overnight. You can you can make a pound today, but to be wealthy, it takes a lot. It takes time to put those yeah. infrastructures in place. How do we change the narrative?
0: Well, two things that have helped helped my wife and I on this journey many many years ago when we started we started listening to you know the all-time greats like um, Jim Rohn and and Brian Tracy and all the, the, I know they're American but they actually had some really good points and particularly someone like Jim Rohn and also Tony Robbins quoted this as well we listened to him as well and it's a really powerful quote that's helped us a lot in business and I believe it originally came from Jim Rohn and that is the, the famous statement that Tony Robbins uses a lot: most people vastly overestimate what they can achieve in one year, but they vastly underestimate what they can achieve in ten years. And we've certainly seen that be the case with the clients that we've helped, and in our own journey. So the reason that helped us was, like you, when we first started out as entrepreneurs, we we wanted. Don't worry, we were feeling pain physical pain with a lack of money like we're always in debt to the bank and we're skating on the edge of bankruptcy the whole time because we're putting all our money backing into a business Mm. and it's into stock and we wanted to get rich quick don't worry we were we wanted to but we knew we were overestimating what we could achieve in 12 months and what we could and we're underestimating what we would achieve in ten years. And so, like you, what we came up with this idea was, and also we had we're lucky. We had mentors who we sought out, who we hung around, and we could see what they'd done. And we figured out this thing, point number two is it was just a mindset shift for us. It was the importance of having a vision and a five-year vision isn't it cool dr daniel you've come up with the same idea i'm just sitting here you know when you're talking about your book i think oh man we my wife and i that's you know this is kind of answering your question what kind of made the difference it, it sounds odd but i think it was from this idea of coming up with a five-year vision we realized as much as we wanted it in 12 months okay we're going to damn well have a crack at doing it quicker than 10 years but let's come up with a five-year vision and that's what's always driven us to this day that's what we teach all our clients doesn't matter whether they're starting out with nothing or their high net worth. we want to see what are people's five-year vision and exactly like you said I think that was one of our key I guess mindset success principles when we you know we've been in business now for 30 years 27 years I think like almost 30 years and when we look back Honestly, it's, it's the power of a vision. That was the thing that, that pulled us through time and time again and working to a five-year plan. Okay, you don't always hit your goals or anything like that, but, man, you can make massive changes in your life over five years. Five years, too, doesn't sound as bad in the brain as ten years. Um, you know, you got to stay inspired and driven. And I think another thing that's helped us on the journey when we look back, it's this is stuff's easy in hindsight, right? But you've also got to enjoy. You've got to enjoy the journey, like the processes. So look at someone like yourself. You're on a mission. You love what you're doing. All aspects of your business. So like uh, you're helping people by teaching them, but also doing you know the real estate as well. So really, for you, you've got say a five year vision or whatever. But also you love the process and that's what liz and i found when we've realized i think over those years that we've been doing this we realize and like you said to me at the beginning isn't that high risk just jumping into business not if you love it and that's for us too so we love the process so the fact that it took us 10 years to hit our actual goals doesn't matter when you look back at it in the past, so I know it's very difficult for someone listening to this. You're saying, "Show me the money now, Matt." You know, I, I want the money right now. But honestly, I, I think if you can fall in love with the process of what you're doing to generate wealth, and have a five-year vision, I think they are two massive, massive winning strategies that can help you achieve. Anything you want in life. It's not just about making money, but that's what we're talking about today. But there's other aspects to life as well, like health and happiness. It's the same thing with health and happiness as well.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I couldn't agree with you less, Matt. You know, everything you said literally resonates with me because it's a journey. I said, I wrote in my new book, it's the journey that is the success because when you get to your destination you'll be like okay what next but it's that journey is enjoying that journey and I also spoke about for example just kind of reiterating from what you said it's understanding that things take time yeah. and being purposeful discovering your purpose because when you have a yeah. purpose when you have when, you're, when you when when your purpose and your desire match together, you say you cannot the man with a desire will achieve anything now add purpose to it there is no holding him back yep once you know it's your purpose you have desire even the days where you don't want to get up from your bed one of those will wake you up
0: yep and it, it it becomes easy and you know what else is important? Uh, you're just making me think of it and like I'm I'm looking at you and thinking what, you know, like how you help people with strategy, right? I think then if we layer in, in my opinion, those are the two most important things is realizing it, it's going to take a bit longer than you think but also this vision. But then I think the third winning part of all this is having a strategy or a system that you can work to. So for us, it was buying and selling businesses for your for your community it's you know through real estate which is a hugely powerful um, yeah. wealth generator no matter what country you're in around the world yeah um, and because it's just so leveraged but for us our winning system happened to be buying and selling businesses and you know starting out small and building up and I think when you've got a a system that you can just apply so learning, like how to buy and sell real estate or renovate real estate, then you factor that with your vision. You turn up each day and you do something towards that and you've got, like you said, a purpose. That's pretty
1: much, in my opinion, the winning formula. Absolutely. I say this all the time. It's just take an egg, for example. If an egg is broken from the outside, life ends But when an egg is broken from the inside, life begins. You have a chick. Yeah. All right. And I was in this same right race. I was in that same right race where it was about show me the money. It's about the money. It's about the money. Yeah. But this is why I've come to see the likes of the Oprah Winfrey, you know, the likes of, you know, now Barack Obama, who was once the president of the United States of America. Yeah, you know, yeah, man. the likes of Sir Richard Branson, the likes of Bill Gates, it gets to a point, it's not about the money, it's all about the impact. It's all about how many lives can you change. For me, one of the things I've started to notice is that, yes, a lot of people get into entrepreneurship and it's all about show me the money, show me the money, show me the money, show me the money. But sometimes you find that a lot of entrepreneurs just keep chasing and keep chasing and keep chasing and keep chasing. And keep chasing and you get to a place of either burnout or being exhausted because you're chasing, you're not getting to your destination in the last couple of, you know, I'll probably say in the last two years, my purpose is more laser focused and more aligned because I've gone back to now started to look at what has happened in my life in 22 years of being, being an entrepreneur. I've been an entrepreneur for 22 years (laughs) And part of it, I've lived in England for almost twenty years, and this is what gave me the inspiration to write my new book called "The Test," because I look back was twenty years of being in a foreign country, and two years before, whilst I've been an entrepreneur, twenty-two years altogether, and I'm like, okay, things started to make sense. Roller coaster, success, highs, lows, whatever we want to call it. Things started to make sense. And this is one of the reasons why in today's world today, yes, we know people can with AIs, you know, now available where you can, you know, do things in a second, you know, social media where you can populate your message. So this is why some of us who've got the, you know, who have got experience and can adapt very quicker, we can explode in our businesses very, very quicker. Obviously, the new generation who are very techie, yes, they can blow up different things. But then again, the business can go away very, very quickly without having, because it's the money chasing mindset. So, but just sitting down and hearing 10 years, over 30 years of experience, I'm like, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. To be able to build a multi-million pound business or, you know, run into, you know, hundreds and hundreds of millions, it takes time to put it all together yep. i mean look at the likes of jeff jeff basis started in the 90s what is his business worth today look at the likes of facebook 20 years coming now are approximately 20 years so this does take time to to get to where you know they want to get to so moving on to my next question to you matt where are you now and how is things now Haven't gone through those days you know you you're not doing you're you're selling business in 20 millions you know multiple you know figures you know just just tell us how things now knowing that you've been through all the roller coasters you fixed up your mindset because you learned to fix the mindset because if there is no mindset if your mindset is not fixed you can't create wealth if you're busy busy everything is confusing here you can't create wealth so now that everything is fixed with your experience how are things now and how can people basically use your lessons to grow their businesses well the good
0: news is here i'm saying it takes 10 years we now have clients doing what took us 10 years within a couple of years to five years and that is because One big thing has changed in society or for Liz and I particularly buying and selling businesses is that now we do it online. So we buy online businesses' websites and that does let us go a hell of a lot quicker than what we did when we were doing it with bricks-and-mortar businesses because it's all virtual. We're not restricted by having to borrow large sums of money from the bank anymore. We don't deal with physical inventory. And more importantly, when you buy and sell websites it's a 24 seven market worldwide. So we're based here in Australia, other side of the world to you guys, the two biggest markets on the planet still to this day would be the US and then the UK slash Europe. And so we've now got access to that with no borders whatsoever because we're not transporting physical inventory. And it's literally, we, we just have what's called advertising websites. So we don't sell any physical inventory or stock. So these days, the good news is for us and our clients, this is what we're passionate about teaching people, is we just apply what we learned with bricks and mortar businesses, which took us a decade to 15 odd years to to figure out. Now we just do it with websites and we were successful very quickly with that. And because you can start out very small, you can buy a website for like under $5,000 or under $2,000 and you can build it up without, you've got to invest in a little bit. You've got to put some content on it and things like that. But it's not like a traditional bricks and mortar business. So websites we've found give us massive, massive leverage on, in, on time and our money compared to bricks and mortar businesses. So, Dr. Daniel, with websites, that has been a game changer for us. It's not like it was 20 years ago. Um, and now it's even easier because there's platforms where you can buy and sell these websites. So once you know what you're doing, but I will say it still does take you know an investment of time and knowledge. You've got to learn how to do it. You've got to start out small and build up your skill set. So that bit still takes time. But other than that, in terms of the, the leverage, we found it to be a lot quicker, um, and it's very exciting. We absolutely love it. You, know, you can work in your Jimmy jams from home. You went over hours you want. there's none of this nine to five. You can work if you're a night owl. Like or we're, here in Australia, we we, we live um, in an area where the sun comes up at four thirty in the morning. So that's why we're right. up at five a.m. And I can by the time nine o'clock rolls around, I can finish up for the day. You know, I've done four or five hours' work, easy peasy, done. So, wow. absolutely love it, and we've got a family, wow. so it's great, great way to raise the kids for us as well. So, it's very kind of, but there's no fixed hours as well. So that's why we love what
1: we do. Wow, amazing! I, I really love how you broke that down. So, I was when I was doing my research, I found that you've actually done angel investment up to twenty million dollars. Yep. Yep. You've done pretty well.
0: Not well. That's not of our own money. We, we advise. So, what we do is we help in mergers and acquisitions up to $20 million. So, we help. So, this is what we used to do. We don't do it anymore. We're semi retired from that. I'm out of it. We just, now we just teach people how to buy and sell websites. That's our thing. But what, I was doing before I transferred over to that was advising high net worths in the sale of their businesses up to around $20 million. So we, we, here in Australia, we're working with a lot of private equity firms, venture capital firms, um, and high net worth entrepreneurs who would typically buy multiple multi-million dollar businesses. So we got to know those people very well, and they're, a lot of them are my personal mentors now. And... Um, we learn a lot off them but now they get advice off us so we help them because we've got we've seen so many deals and we we've got a lot of business experience so people come to us all the time and say hey Matt I've, I've got to exit a business or I need to acquire a business what who can you connect me up with and that's basically what we've been doing i mean we've been doing that for about 20 odd years but now it's funny our mentors who Previously, we used to help buy and sell bricks and mortar businesses, and now getting advice off us on how the hell do you do this with websites? Like, what? It's all new to them because they're older, they're older individuals, and um, so now we 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 teach and advise people on how to do it with websites. And it's really because it's kind of a relatively new market. Not a we started doing it about ten years ago, but now it's starting to mature a bit, and there's a uh, you know some big players in our space now, which is really cool. So it's a it's a um, for us. We've always, always, always loved being involved in buying and selling of businesses of, of any kind. Doesn't matter what size. So I, I get just as excited these days at buying and selling a, a five thousand dollar website as a five hundred thousand dollar website. Doesn't it's the, the the process is the same. The numbers are
1: immaterial. It's just more zeros. That's all. Interestingly, Interestingly you say that. So. Just for those who don't really understand what we're trying to say here, because we're saying digital, online, real estate, what exactly is it? I know you've mentioned website a couple of times. So let's just kind of give a clear definition of what it is. And as well as before this, you was also interested. I'm sorry, not interested. You was actually involved as well in the brick and mortar real estate as well. Yeah. Exactly. So because you referred back to these two points. So just give a definition of you know digital online real estate and relate a little bit to brick and mortar which is properties all right so people can understand both and then yes i think that's the way to kind of look at it so that people can have a you know, more understanding
0: yeah so basically we buy and sell website businesses so they're online like they're like blogs like a food blog or a blog about how to play guitar better or a blog about gardening lots of you anyone listening you would have you would have um, you know any of those passions so we call them passion sites or hobby sites i mean we can buy and sell any kind of website but we have a very specific strategy so what we're not is e-commerce we don't touch physical stock uh, any online business you know that sells like physical products you know might sell jewelry or whatever, we don't touch any of those. We don't want anything to do with physical inventory. All we sell is websites that your listeners might have gone to, say a website to learn about um how to play guitar. It can be anything. You don't have to be an expert in it. And when you go there or, or like a food blog. So you look up a recipe. When you go there, there's ads on there. You know, you click on those ads and it will be for something that you've been searching on in your browser or whatever. They're the sorts of sites we want because they're all automated. So we're basically like an online billboard. So we have this website, we get traffic coming into it based around a certain topic, say it's a food blog, so people are interested in you know, figuring out how to cook certain things. When they're there, if they take an action by clicking on an advert, so it's like a, you know, a billboard, then we share in the revenue with the advertiser. And basically we just sell advertising space on our websites. Now it sounds complex, it's actually not. It's probably the simplest business model on the planet that I've ever seen because it's just totally automated once you've got it set up. And the other thing is we earn what's called affiliate commissions as well. So if we recommend a guitar playing program, then we don't have to provide that service. This is where it becomes totally automated, right? Someone buys that guitar playing program or say they buy a guitar. We don't have to sell the physical guitar we just send them over to a company like amazon and we get an affiliate commission we might get five percent or ten percent so when people click on things they're tracked and we get affiliate commissions as well and we've been doing that for over a decade now and most of our clients do it. It's really, really simple to set up because it's automated. I don't have to deal with any customers whatsoever. All I literally do is put the advertisements onto the website. And if someone clicks on it, I get paid while I'm asleep. So I literally wake up in the morning and there's a money in the bank account. Or it, normally it comes in monthly. You get paid monthly. But you're making, you can see the clicks coming through. And basically your listeners may have heard of this idea this is why website owners talk about traffic or eyeballs the amount of people that visit the website that's why it's so important because literally the more eyeballs you have it's like a billboard the more people that see that billboard the more money we make that's pretty much our job is make sure people are seeing that billboard that's it so there's there's nothing there's no fulfillment there's nothing
1: great now in terms of the real estate you were doing before so is there any way you can relate to bring, you know, the the real estate Businesses.
0: Remember, we we were buying and selling bricks and mortar businesses. Businesses, sorry. So, Yeah, so in the past, what we used to do, we would buy wholesale import businesses, which are, so distribution businesses or manufacturing businesses. So literally, we would import um, spare parts for, it sounds bizarre, but this is one of our businesses, spare parts for outdoor power equipment. So, you know, for chainsaws and things. So we would import and export spare parts so of course when you think that through we'd have to have all these spare parts in a warehouse somewhere sitting on a you know, physical inventory like the chainsaws and petrol yep. caps and petrol cans and you'd fill up a warehouse now as a young entrepreneur I can tell you that's really challenging we had to borrow all your money you got to manage cash flows all your net worth is tied up in a warehouse literally and then you make money when you sell that stuff and so It it takes a long time to get a payoff in that sort of a business as compared to a website business where there's no capital outlay other than buying the actual website itself because we're not investing we don't i don't have to have chainsaw spare parts so we literally have a website about chainsaws and stuff right so but we don't stock any spare parts it literally just has ads on it so it just talks about you know outdoor power equipment people come there to learn about it and they just click on an ad or an affiliate and if they buy a chainsaw it's not through us it's through amazon but we get an affiliate commission instead so it's 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 two totally different things it's very more simple
1: absolutely i really i really appreciate you breaking I really appreciate you breaking that really down really so well because it's important to kind of get people to understand brick and mortar you were talking about was that realistic because in england when we say brick and mortar it means property buildings all right so you know for those of you who for those of us who are okay, in property, gotcha. yeah. we, we, we refer to properties as brick and mortar. So when your money is in brick and mortar, it means your property, your money is in, for example, it's a house of a multiple property. occupation, a property, a commercial property, and so on yep. and so forth. So I wanted to kind of give clarity to that. So I didn't want to Come give on. you a clue, but I wanted you to explain right.
0: it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 The, yeah. Here for for us in in Australia, in the business, when when you're in business. We talk about two worlds, bricks and mortar world, which is what I call old-fashioned businesses, which are kind of physical, and then there's virtual businesses like what we do. I've got another analogy, actually. Maybe your listeners would appreciate this then. What we do really, if you think about it, there's two parts to us. We've got what's called the domain name. That's kind of like the address in this street. Yes. And then we have the website asset that sits on it. That's pretty much the house. And that's the bit that we renovate. And what our goal is, is to buy the worst house in the best street. So we want a really good domain name but a run-down house sitting on it and we come in and we just fix it up, give it a coat of paint. So give the website a makeover and then we just collect the rents every month and literally we're buy and hold. We just collect rents. That's all we do. And then we build up a portfolio of those. That's pretty much the strategy in a nutshell. Maybe that's a better way to look at it. So you could like it too
1: real estate in, in, inter, interestingly you said this the other day um i shouldn't be saying this on a live podcast but i will anyway uh, because i'm already working <laughs> yeah, on it okay. uh, I'm, I i always say this i'm an open book someone said to me the other day dr daniel the way your brand is going it's important for you to start trademarking your name Ooh, it's important yes. for you to trademark your name as dr daniel because yep. if you don't trademark it people who can see the future about Dr. Daniel can actually go and trademark it. And in future, you're going to have to buy it more expensive if you don't buy it now. so we started doing that instantly. You know, we we submitted our application and everything else. And this is the thing. Sometimes when you become a voice, you're also creating a digital assets for yourself. So this is why, Mm -hmm. for example, the likes of Bill Gates, all right. If you go and say you're trying to buy a website for www.billgate.com, it's going to be millions of dollars. Yeah, that's right.
0: And, and so that's a virtual asset. So that's like the address and then the house that you put on it, the website that you put on it, that's an equally important part though. That's the bit that we renovate and fix up. And so th- that's why, Dr. Daniel, th- you're touching on a point there and this is really cool for your listeners when you think about it. Anyone listening to this, you need to realize now websites aren't like what they were when we first started doing this 10, 15 years ago. You know, back then they were just pretty online brochures. Now they're actual tangible assets, so even though they're virtual. And so, like you're saying, Dr. Daniel, you know, even a name now online, that's actually a virtual asset that, that because you've built up everything behind it and like with your book and everything, that's, that's a highly valuable virtual asset. Over time and that so people don't rule or this is what we want to do is open people's eyes to this idea that there's these hugely valuable virtual assets sitting right in front of them every single day anyone listening to this presumably is on the internet. And hopefully now when you go out there and you look at these websites that you're interested in, like passion sites, like recipe sites or learning how to play golf, learning how to play guitar, gardening, all the cl- or how to get healthy or how to get wealthy, any of those websites that you're visiting there, start looking at them and I will guarantee you'll see ads on them, you'll see affiliate links, and they're probably worth lots of money. You probably don't even realise it. They're, if they've built them up over the years, yet... Here it is. It's virtual. It's just things that you click on, but they're worth as
1: much as real estate, physical real estate. It's pretty darn exciting. Absolutely. It's 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 all it's all digital money, isn't it? So recently, I re- I recently released a talk called "Go from Unknown to Unforgettable." So this is where you start to build or become a valuable or influential person. Now, one of the things people don't understand is being influential is built. All right you know you don't just wake up and you become influential you become influential all right by building it and by being connected with people does that make sense and these are all digital stuff so for example would be right now we've got a trending podcast in the whole of uk it's called the diary of a ceo by a guy called steven burlett so steven burlett you know talks about a lot of Digitization and stuff like that. His podcast went... He started his podcast and his podcast blew up, became one of the most invested podcasts in the whole of United Kingdom right now. Wow. Just what? within three years of his podcast, there was a particular year he generated from just podcasting, he generated over $1.5 million. <laughs> right. Wow. So it's now, a, that that's a valuable asset. Exactly. So now if you probably find the diary of a CEO, and if he's not registered and trademarked. Oh uh, yeah. And if you register the website and you trademark yeah. it, and he's already doing so well, like I just, just as an example. So this is like a masterclass now, guys, we're giving you a proper tip here. So yeah. imagine yeah. you do that. And then the time yeah. comes where he wants to buy the diary of a CEO not available because someone has bought it and this is where you see people buy so one person will buy the dotco.uk the dot com the dot z every single dot that goes with it is the asset yep absolutely and you can't (laughs) register it anywhere in the globe because that this person has already bought it so definitely as Stephen burlow he might want to for example buy it now you got your first client for example that's right
0: and, and that's basically the – con. that's one part of the concept, that you've got it like a hole in one there. So you can – and we do that. We will, uh, we will register the .co, the .co.uk, .coms, and because they're such valuable when you get the right domain name. And that's a whole art in itself, just trading domain names and buying and selling domain names. But we tend – so your listeners may have heard of that, but when we don't trade in domain names, we see more value. It's a little bit more like what you teach with property. We like to own the property that's sitting on the domain name, so the actual online business that sits on it. That's the bit because that pays us the cash flow. And so, but the domain name super important. We need both. We need the address and the actual website yes, asset that sits on there. And that, and that's I, the I, bit that you can. And it's cool. You can buy them now. Like that's the other big advantage of what we do. You can get into this for, so in the past, we're used to helping out clients, you know, that have to spend hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars to buy a decent, what I call a bricks and mortar business, like an old physical business, you know, in the, in the good old days. Now we can get clients into really successful money making businesses or they can start this. For under five thousand dollars, or under two thousand dollars, even you, you can buy like you can buy a domain name for twenty bucks, and if you know what you are doing, you can start building content on it. So it doesn't matter what level you are starting at; you can start out quite small with this and build your skills up. And that's the other cool thing, and that's what that's why it's great for beginners. If if any of your listeners have never, you know, you've always wanted like me as a kid, always wanted to own your own business. That's why when I discovered the online business space. I was like a kid in a candy shop. is my dream come true because you can make money out of thin air and you can start with virtually nothing and you can have a play very cheaply. You don't have to invest lots of money and that that's the cool thing. So anyone listening, if you wanted to you know one day look at starting your own business, based on all my experience of buying and selling you know, hundreds to thousands of businesses over the years, I would um, definitely recommend that looking at Online businesses is way quicker and 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 you don't need as much money to get into it, and it's safer than buying traditional bricks and mortar businesses. businesses.
1: Great! I think what we're gonna do, just leading on on this podcast, we're definitely gonna be having a. I'm gonna reach out to you definitely. Let's <laughs> let's do a masterclass. <laughs> to to the uk audience uh, we'll do a master class okay. the uk audience let's see so guys for those of you watching this podcast it's been very raw unedited basically uncensored right <laughs> yeah <laughs> so what we're going to be <laughs> doing is we're definitely going to be uh, if you want to if if you watch the entire podcast so do make sure just comment masterclass all right just comment Masterclass at the end of this podcast, uh, below the link below. So what we're gonna do is I'm gonna be reaching out to Mart so that we can actually get a masterclass done. So the more people who type in masterclass on this, I'll bring Mac and we'll do uh, a masterclass so you guys can really know about what he does and how you know you can tap into this very interesting market. I'm very interested to in knowing knowing about this. I mean, this is one of the reason why it's called the Wealth and Business Podcast, right? So it's yeah. wealth. And then it's business, all right? It's not just really focused on property in the United Kingdom or any other part of of the world. It's basically how to become wealthy. Matt, it's been an absolute pleasure really having you on the Wealth and Business Podcast. Just before we go, Matt, now we spoke about your journey. We spoke about mindset and we spoke about you came from a very, very humble beginning as well. I just wanted to kind of touch a little bit. What did it take you to break into the high net worth individuals market? How did you become friends, you know, with high net worth individuals, yeah. and how did you become one yourself? I
0: think, yeah, that's a really good question because how do I? I try and answer that myself. I think it was sheer determination, but that's not what your listeners want to hear. Um, that's the honest gut feel that came out when you, when I had to think it through. But it was sheer determination because I here in Australia, I grew up on farms. And what happened was I moved into the city when I, uh, I left home at 17. And I moved into Sydney. And I suddenly realized, okay, there are there are successful business people around here and so I just started talking to them and I had to build up my I wasn't very confident back then I was very shy and I had to build up confidence and I read a book that is interestingly enough Warren Buffett recommends as his number one book now but I read a book back then called how to win friends and influence people and that's what helped me realize like how to learn how to talk to people and I had to learn how to talk to these successful I really looked up to these people I was scared of them you know they were I'd never met a millionaire until I moved into the city and I think it was just from one, one of the places this sounds weird here we're being raw and, and, and real right this is actually how I met my first couple of millionaires in Sydney I, I had um, I joined a gym because I had body image issues I was very skinny and very underweight and I joined a gym and at that gym, there were people who were very successful in business, it turned out, and we're all on neutral ground because we're all in gym gear. So you didn't know who anyone was. No one was in suits or driving Ferraris or anything like that. It was just people walk in to train. And I guess when I read that book, I just made a decision, I'm gonna learn how to talk to people. So I talked to everyone. And some of those people were, were successful business people and i guess i just because you see them every day i got on well with them and i asked them lots of questions i was this super enthusiastic young guy from the country and i just wanted to know how they'd done it and um you know go and have lunch with them or coffee and i just built it up like that over the years and honestly that's how i started learning how to do it so i got my if there was a strategy to it if you're listening to this and you're thinking like like you're asking dr daniel what how would you boil down the strategy other than the setting a really strong intention honestly that's what my first step but the strategy i guess was i got into an environment if you had to break down what i did well and i kind of fluke this but you've got to put yourself in an environment where there is the potential to meet people who are doing something that you look up to and so it doesn't have to be about business or whatever for me it was about business back then but um might it might maybe it's you know even just looking up to people who are healthier than you or whatever or happier but put yourself in an environment where there are people that you can get to know who are doing things that you want to step up to their level and that's how I did it and then ever since that day that's what I've done that's always been our strategy so when I wanted to get into like business brokering and being a high net worth advisor I had to just keep asking people what are the networking groups that I can get into to be talking to these people? And it can come like like yourself, like how you said, Dr. Daniel, to me before this. You know, you you spoke at your church. Church groups are a great networking place when you think about it um, and different community groups. So it might be helping out at a local school, depending on the area that you're in. So just be thinking, if you want to meet people, where are the people that you admire and one thing I found was, I never jumped straight to the top. It always took time to build up through the levels, and then you've got to you've got to also generally help people and um, give something back to these people as well. So that that was the other part of it as well that I learned on the way. Does that answer wow. that? Is that wow. kind of wow. I, I don't know how else to wow. yeah. Is that, that yeah, is that strategic I, enough? I don't know.
1: I totally relate to it because this is the thing. Most times people often think meeting an individual is quite difficult. I mean, I actually wrote a chapter about it and I kind of introduced it in my new book called The Test. It's chapter number 10. It's called Pay to Play. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. Ah, Yeah. It's actually called Pay to Play. So basically it means from everything you've spoken, you spoke about mentors a lot. Mentors. You spoke about mentors, 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 mentors mentors, mentors a lot. And I realized that is one of the things that a lot of successful people do. A lot of successful people have mentors, all right, that they can become acquaintance or mentors that they paid to get their attention. So, And and what that means is basically paying to, you know, buying yourself a seat on the table or finding your way to get invited to the table. And in order for you to do that, you can either do that through paying your fiscal cash or you can actually do it through serving. All right. So, totally. for example, if if I'm looking to, you know, one of my biggest, I have two, three business idols or not idols, two, three business uh, inspirators, not idols, yep. uh, people who inspire me a lot in business. So the likes of Sir Richard Branson really inspires me. Elon Musk, I just love his brain. I love his mindset. Yeah. You know, yep. I, I you know, Donald Trump, Jeff Bezos, you know, these individuals are people who truly truly inspires me in business. So imagine, you know, and I know one day I'm going to see these guys. And I'll do whatever it takes to to see them, to shake their hands and have a quick chat, one that one minute conversation. Yep. Now, Even though I'm not doing it today, I've already, first of all, set my intentions. All right. And I'm, and I'm going to work my way towards doing it now, but before that, you have to start somewhere. So at every given point in time, I network a lot and, you know, I speak a lot, you know, and I, uh, you know, I've not been able to build myself, you know, some, you know, some presence, authority, writing books and doing all these different things. You know, so depending on on what people might want to achieve, because sometimes people just think that, oh, it's not possible. No, the only way it's possible is by identifying yourself's value, having the right intention, know where you are now and where you want to go and then go for it and never stop it. Like you said, the little kid running around the gym and asking people questions. That was your intention. I'm going to go to this gym. I'm going to ask people questions. I'm going to get to know what they do. And I'm gonna ask them, I'm looking for this. How do I go here? And that got you where you are. So thank you so much for and sharing. It makes a lot of sense. What
0: what you just said, which I should have added, when I started out, that was my strategy. And sorry, with like full disclosure, everyone needs to hear this. What Dr. Daniel said is just spot on. And I once we got going, we obviously had some more money. So I started to pay my mentors to be with them. That or I would work for them for free. So I'd, or I'd do things for them. So just sometimes you've got to volunteer and you get your leg up. So I would volunteer to go and help out very successful business owners with nothing in return and I just want to learn off them and they were fine with that. But then there's other mentors who I outright would pay a lot of money to to be around and, and that's also through being on courses and doing like high-level coaching courses with people who I really respected. It's a hugely effective strategy but obviously that, that one requires a bit more money. Like we've, yeah. we've spent a lot of money. One of my you know, favorite mentors, really, really tough business guy, super, super exclusive. Like he's, he's not a coach or anything like that. He's a very private individual, pretty crazy businessman. And, it, yeah, basically it was, cost me 50 grand to hang out with him. And that was just, you know, I, I had to do a business deal and I had to pay him 50 grand through that particular business deal and that was harsh like I was surprised, he knew I had no money at that time or hardly any money and um, because I I sold a business and I had to give him 50 grand out of it and that was a harsh thing man but what he taught me at the time it was very very challenging financially to pay that but this guy is super successful Um, like I said private individual here in Sydney but He he. The stuff that he said to me, and he said, "Matt, you're going to do better than I ever did." You watch, and even that one sentence was probably worth the fifty grand because I have done. So you know, it's pretty cool thing. It's funny how how life pans out, but sometimes you do have to. I like what you said. Sometimes you have to pay to play, and it's painful at the time, but it can pay off in spades, big time down the track. So yes paying or volunteering was then my next level of strategy for networking and to this day that's still what i do
1: wow thank you so much matt thank you so so much for being on the wealth and business podcast it's been my pleasure absolutely absolutely amazing i've had a very very good chat with you and i love the fact that you know this is not going to be the first you know be the first time we're (laughs) going to see here
0: (laughs) i know i know that doctor it was all i do want to say a big thank you so much for having me on and it's just so much fun it it it, i could be interviewed by you any any day dr daniel you got out really interesting stuff there and hopefully your listeners got some really good insights off both of us there around mindset as well because it is at the end of the day that's probably the number one thing that's made the difference in my life and sounds like in yours as well so um thank you so much for having me on thank you so much for having you.